Hey again, you guys. It's Red Pill the World again. I'm glad you're back. And uh, hopefully I didn't make you too mad yesterday with the things I said. And if I didn't, I'd probably make you mad today. So I hope not. I hope that you enjoyed, especially with all this awful stuff that we are having to deal with. This dark stuff that we really need a lot of light. We need to know that God is for us. He's fighting for us and he's on our side and this is all going to be great. We don't need it to have our faith falter at this point for sure. So yeah, um, I wanted, <laughs> here we go back down into the rabbit hole. You know, you guys already know that we've been so misled in so many different ways that, you know, everything, we have to really rethink everything. So um, let's just, let's just give it a shot. And you know, just take into consideration what I say and, and, and just pray over it. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do, just trying to get all of these things sorted out in my mind. Um, I did not go to seminary, and maybe that was a good thing, because I think that maybe the seminaries, called seminary cemeteries, <laughs> they think, I think they've been infiltrated by the same bad guys who've infiltrated so many other things. And I don't blame it on some of the people who are there necessarily, they're taught with their to teach and so if they don't teach that then they lose their job and you know and I don't think that they think they're teaching something wrong I don't there's some don't think they realize and I didn't either you know I said I taught all throughout the Bible but I've never really taught revelation because it didn't make sense and I was not going to touch anything unless I knew exactly what I was teaching and felt really strongly about it I guess you can tell that by my, my personality. Anyway, okay, so for those who didn't get here yesterday, go back and look, in, look at, listen to the other video. I um, I had read over, when all this stuff dawned on me, I got red-pilled. I said, I need to really read, see what's going on with Revelation, because this just seems like something big, big, big is going on. And so I began to, um, I read Revelation three times completely, and then I took each verse and I just... Uh, read each verse and, and wrote it down what I thought maybe it might mean and then I didn't tell you this yesterday but I went back and I, I actually started at the, at the end <laughs> I know that's cheating but I did it it's because I was like okay let me just work backwards because I think we've missed some things and maybe you are, have missed it too that at the end did you realize there are two battles you know they always talk about the battle of Armageddon did you realize there's another battle there's the battle of Gog and Magog and so Hmm, what, how does that all fit into everything? And so really, does, what does it matter? Well, hopefully by the end of this video, you'll see what, what big difference that makes. So there's these two battles, and in between the two battles, there's a millennial reign, uh, or a reign of a thousand years. And the Lord has told us He wants us to rule and reign with Him for a thousand years. So that falls in between. So what if we are at the end of Armageddon? If that is what we're seeing, and I know that raises up a lot of issues. You're like, okay, turn the video off right now. This lady's a heretic, blah, blah, You know what? Just cool, cool your jets and let's just look at this and let's consider it and see what really is going on. What are we seeing? And what does the Bible really teach? Because there's this other battle at the very, very end. So maybe some of these things that we've been taught are maybe for later at the end. Um, but one of the things that we need to really consider is that for this, at this point, it's not a matter of us escaping. And I think that if you think with me, you'll go, hmm, maybe they want us to think that we're going to escape because then, you know, we're like, well, what do we care? The whole world's going to burn and go to hell. And what do we care? Because we'll be out of here. And that's not really a cool way to think, especially when there's people that you love and possibly be left here. The whole thing just makes my stomach hurt. 
So what if that's just a hoax? That's just not even really what, what it's teaching. What if, think with me and just consider, what if it's really talking about that at this point we're going to be rising up to this level of position of authority. He told Adam, he says, I want you to rule and reign over the earth. Well, he didn't do that. He really did not do a very good job at that at all. And so what if the Lord's saying, I didn't change my, my directions here. I didn't change my commandment. I want you to rule and reign over the earth. And this is how it's going to have to happen because you can't do it on your own and the enemy's too strong and all that. So um, what if that's really what's happening? So um, I'm going to read to you. And again, we're going to start at the end. And if I can get back to my, my Bible, I use the Bible gateway and the phone is not going to hang on. I was there. Okay. So then chapter, let's go to chapter 20. If you want to go join with me, it says, I saw an angel coming down from heaven with a key to the bottomless pit and a heavy chain in his hand. He seized the dragon, that old serpent, who's the devil, Satan. Okay. He's got four names. He's a dragon. He's a serpent. He's the old devil. He's the devil. And he's Satan. And he bound him in a chain for a thousand years. That'll give us a little bit of time to catch our breath, huh? The angel threw him into the bottomless pit, which he then shut and locked so Satan could not deceive the nations anymore until the thousand years were finished. Wow. That'd be awesome. I think I mentioned, well, I know I mentioned that in D.C., that there's going to be a time when he's not going to be able to do all this terrible stuff to us and cause all this deception. And I just, it's hard to even imagine because we're deceived in countless ways but somehow this all and it's all falling we see it we sense it that all this deception is just falling down and they and all you know we see the little man behind the curtain on the wizard of oz you know pulling the little levers so um and then it says um yeah, afterward he must be released for a little while Eh, that doesn't sound good but it's going to be a thousand years so <laughs> he will have a break and it's going to be before the that other battle so here's what it says i saw thrones people sitting on them who have been given authority to judge and i think that's you and that's me and that's all those who are who who are just wanting to help people and do good and not do all these awful things that we've been reading about. Um, I saw the souls of those who had been uh, who had died for their testimony about Jesus and for proclaiming the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or his statue, and they not accepted his mark on their foreheads or their hands, and they, they came to life again, and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. Okay, so there's a lot of symbolism. There's a lot of this mark deal. There's a lot of this, um, you know, coming back to life stuff. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I'm not saying I know the answer to all of that, but I, I don't believe it's a physical mark. And this is what I, why I say that. That's just be too easy. That's just way too easy. What I think it's talking about is that you're going to have, you, you know who is wanting to do evil. They, people know you. If you are a person who's upstanding, nobody's going to ask you to do something wrong. They just know there's no reason to waste their time. They don't want to be exposed as someone who's, you know, everybody knows who's running game. You know, that's just what it is in this world. And especially when you have these secret societies, there are some that they ask to be in the secret society and they realize that they can use them and they will do whatever they are told to do. So that's really the mark. It's like you, if you walk with the Lord, you have a mark on you. Or if you, if you walk in integrity, you have a mark on you that you are doing, you're a person who does the right thing and they know it. Okay. And they don't want you to play their little game. They don't like, well, you, you don't, you're not, <laughs> you're not one of us. Right. So it's obvious. It's not about a, a physical mark. It's about your integrity, about your character, about your, the life and the, the life that you lead. Anyway. 
so it uh, so it goes on and it says then when the end when the thousand years comes to an end Satan will be out, let out of his prison that's the icky part but God has a purpose and I'm just going to trust him he will go out to deceive the nations called Gog and Magog in every corner of the earth he will gather them together for a battle a mighty army as numberless as sand along the seashore okay so I'm not going to continue really at that point because we're not there yet we're just trying to get through can we just get through Armageddon first okay so I want you to realize that this is not um, this is not Gog and Magog we're talking about right now right now we're talking about Armageddon and that there will be a thousand years of peace after that so again you see how helpful it is to kind of cheat and go to the end of the of the story first and so I'm like, okay now I got that now what what happens before that okay so you tell me if this is not what we're seeing it says he's giving praise to the Lord because of the, you know just what he's doing he says um, let us be glad and rejoice let's give honor to him for this wedding feast has come he said write these things down and then he says okay I'm gonna go down to skip down to a verse 11 so I saw heaven open and a white horse was standing there its rider was named faithful and true for he judges fairly and wages a righteous war. Hmm, that's got to be Christ, right? His eyes were like flames of fire, and on his head were many crowns. No doubt, that's Christ. A name was written on him that no one understood except himself. He wore a robe dipped in blood, and his title was the Word of God. And this blood is, he's going to be doing some serious damage to the people who've been doing evil. So it's um it's not his own blood it's it's in the it's the blood of those who've been doing evil to his people to his kids, um, the armies of heaven, dressed in the finest of white linen, followed him on white horses. That's really cool, and I'm going to talk to you about a little bit more about that when we get to Revelation uh, chapter 14. So I think that we get to be part of this army, that you and I and all these who are fighting so hard to expose the evil and to to um, to shine the light on it we get to be in that army that's just absolutely amazing that we get to be in that and you know when you when you think about that then it just it makes you just like wow how cool is that and even if someone calls you a name even if someone doesn't understand you and they whatever they do you're like okay whatever I'm in <laughs> I'm in this great army so whatever it doesn't even matter so listen to this from his mouth came a sharp sword to strike down the nations isn't that what we're seeing somehow or another the Lord Jesus Christ is ruling this earth and every nation is having to get in line and the, some of the words that are being spoken to them they are realizing hey we gotta get with the program here and so some people are getting this that sword is cutting them to the quick um, like we've talked about those 1800 and something whatever however many it is right now the the CEOs who have stepped down all over the world something's going on because they've been able to run the show for a long time and now they are not and we've got like 25,000 sealed federal indictments you think those people feel like they're cut to the quick they figure they're that's probably their name is on one of those once it's in unsealed hmm and what about um, the 1100 pages of seized assets that right there tells you hey something's going on here because these people don't have any cash <laughs> you know you can't operate very long without some cash and anybody who uh, participates with them their assets are seized so wow these people are getting struck down he will rule them with an iron rod not playing don't want to be someone coming after me with an iron rod this is going to be serious he will release the fierce wrath of God the Almighty like just like juice flowing from a wine press 
just squashing those grapes. It's just crushing them. On his robe at his thigh was written this title, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Now this is crazy. It says, I saw an angel standing in the sun, shouting to the vultures flying high in the sky, Come, gather together for the great banquet God has prepared. Come, eat the flesh of kings, generals and strong warriors, of horses and riders of all humanity, both free and slaves, small and great. Everybody. Don't ma it doesn't matter how wealthy they are. It doesn't matter where they're from. They, if they've been part of this, they're going to pay some serious consequences. And I saw the beast and the kings of the world and their armies gathered together to fight against one sitting on the horse and his army. Isn't that what we're seeing? We are being fought against. They are fighting tooth and nail. They're losing, but they're fighting like crazy. So, anyway, so that you can read the rest of, of Revelation 19. I think that's what we're seeing. So, I believe that we are really soon going to end we're going to finish the, the Battle of Armageddon. Now, it says there's this, this uh, angel standing in the sun. I have discovered that, you know, as a kid I was told, don't mess with the horoscopes, don't mess with the stars, because these things are, you know, you know, don't just, just stay away from them. And I think that they had taken my inheritance because the Lord has said, I put these, in Genesis 1.14, he says, I put the sun, the moon, and the stars in the heavens for signs and seasons for days and years. He said, I put these, these for here for you. Just like he put the stars there for um, the wise men. And they knew that when Christ was being born, right? So he's got signs also now about this happening. And there's something happening actually this month. And I don't know if this, this is it, but the, there's a, the, the Taurus, the bull, I found out is the constellation that represents Christ coming to tear them up. And that sounds like what we're seeing. Now, whether you physically see him or not, you see his, his kingdom is becoming, is beginning to reign. He's beginning to reign in this world. It says, uh, remember the prayer, it says, uh, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, right? We're seeing that. And that this kingdom of darkness is falling, which is so, so exciting. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. So we're starting at the end, and we're getting a picture of really what are we seeing. And it is him coming to rule and to reign. I, I work with kids, and we sing this song about Jesus is coming back soon. He's coming down from heaven. And with, this, with fire in his eyes, they do a little thing. And then with a sword in his mouth, and they're like, Miss Melissa, you know, what does this mean? It's a sword in his mouth. I'm like, he is not happy with some people, and I don't want to be one of them at all. So the awesome thing is just remember that his forgiveness is for anyone as long as we turn and we, we just give all the evidence we got and, and, and stand on the side of right. There's, there's, there's time still for anybody to turn back. Um, Daniel was told a vision. He says, um, when evil was at its height, this is Daniel 8, 25, when evil was at its height, they will be saved. They'll be rescued, but not by human hand. So this is something the Lord is doing. I, you know, we could say, oh, we were smart enough to figure this. No, we were strong enough. No, we were none of that. <laughs> this is we're being saved, but not by human hand. This is the Lord's hand saving us. So I wanted to encourage you that with that. And I hope you're not mad at me. I hope that you will really prayerfully consider this and, um, you know, pray over it and read over it and go, uh, you know, if I didn't see these things happening before my eyes, I probably would say, you know, well, maybe I'm wrong. But this is happening, and there's nothing they can do to stop it.
So I want to pray first before we go. Okay. So Lord, I'm asking right now that you would clarify in our minds exactly what is going on. I pray that you would give clarity to our, our thoughts, give us strength in our words. I pray you would direct every, every decision, every nickel, everything that we do. Uh, thank you that we get to be in your army. I just, it's so exciting to be part of your army and what you're doing. I thank you that you're coming to rule and to reign and that we get to rule and reign with you. I thank you that, that um, you've got that sword in your mouth and those, that fire in your eyes and you are taking them down. But it's not by our wisdom and not by our might, but by yours. And we give you the praise in Jesus' name. All right, guys. Have a great day and I will see you next time.